So was it always the plan for you to take over the family business? Well, the thing is, um, it wasn't uh, the plan actually. Probably uh, being a scientist might be my final destiny as well. My buyer was, uh, was mocking me in Hakka and I thought she was pressing me, so I keep smiling at her. Particular time, I couldn't know uh, how to deal with it. And then my dad said, very good. You think earning money is easier? <laughs> What is up guys, my name is Charles Lee. Welcome to Beast Chat with Charles Lee where I talk to real business people about real business stuff. But hey, why so serious? In this episode, we're going to be talking about family-run business, the challenges, the advantages, and we have someone very special today. We have Leslie Lee from Tian Hak. Thank you, Charles, for giving me this uh, wonderful opportunity. My name is Leslie, and uh, my company is called Tian Hak Companies and Rembrandt. And the business nature of uh, this company is works as a agency house sure. and a, uh, a distributorship where we gain the uh, the agencies from the West Malaysia sure. uh, uh, suppliers and also the some local uh, suppliers and then we distribute to the customers in Kuching. Okay, so you would agree if I say you are a second generation owner of a family run business. Yes? Yes, that's okay. right. Let me ask you this. What did you study in university? I was studying biomedical science. Biomedical science? Yes, biomedical science in uh, New Zealand. Sure, sure. Okay, why? Why biomedical science? I mean, since I was a kid, um, to be honest, I, I have a very lonely childhood. Okay. And the reason is that um, I have a huge uh, edge gap between my siblings. So, okay, okay. you know, during my childhood, most of the time, they will be in, in, in the school sure. or in a tuition center yeah. while I was, you know, alone in the backyard playing with animals. All the while, I, had, I, I thought I had the um, passion to interact with animals. Sure, wow. Not, not until, I mean, in the middle of the uh, study uh, in, in New Zealand, then yeah. I found out that my true passion is actually human inter interaction. <laughs> That's wow, okay, okay, okay. How did you discover that? Oh, well, um, that's the thing because um, during my third year, third year of um, study um, this uh, biomedical science, yes. I um, suddenly being, uh, came across by a opportunity to involve in family business. Sure. Yeah. Whilst you were in New Zealand. Whilst I was in, sure. in New Zealand. Due to the fact that all my siblings, um, they have career. Sure. They're, they're doing very well in New Zealand. They have successful career and uh, they have family. Yes. So for them to come back to, you know, involve in family business is, uh, is quite difficult. Yeah. So yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. But eventually, um, I decided to go with my inner voice, which guide me to where I am today. Let me just ask you this, right? So this is, this is the point of this whole interview. So was it always the plan for you to take over 
the family business? Well, the thing is, um, it wasn't uh, the plan actually. Yeah, because you went from biomedical science, yeah. you tried vet as well. Yeah, tried vet, and probably uh, being a scientist might be my final destiny as well. You know, if I were given chance to further more sure. my studies, but then um, the thing is, um, there's one time that my dad um, announced to our family members that he decided to, you know, at that time to sell this company. Sure. So, for me, uh, it's very. Um, uh, shocking uh, remarks. When uh, when did you say that? That was when I was in high school. Sure. Okay. Go on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I still remember vaguely that um, I talked to my dad. I said, um, uh, "What if I quit my quit my high school and quit your high school? Quit my high school?" And um, to my surprise, he said, "No, you finish your high school." get a degree and then you see uh, whether uh, you still have the heart uh, to to venture into business or not and before you uh, thinking of um, decided uh, make a decision to take over the sure. company I still remember what my dad said to me he said um, Leslie not that I don't want you to uh, take part in the company uh, you know business but what will your kids say uh, to the grand grandparents? You know, when when you have a child, are they going to blame me? Are they going to blame uh, grandpa for you know forcing uh, 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 my dad? Uh, you know, yeah, to, to yeah, yeah. get into business without any uh, certificate, sure. degree, yeah, while yeah. Uh, 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 the siblings, uh, the uncle, auntie are doing very well, yeah. successful yes. as a lawyer, as a real estate agent, sure. as a charter accountant in New Zealand. Yeah. That not be fair. Okay. I'm pretty sure at that point, your dad actually thought to himself, this guy could eventually, you know, have that bravado to actually take on the whole family business at that point that that I'm not so sure of uh, <laughs> not so sure okay. of because to be honest um, um, a dad is a very traditional um, kuching father sure you know okay. so communication uh, probably uh, towards a family member is not his forte sure yeah, so I can understand. I now I understand that probably he faced a lot of, um, you know, like um, business problems, and by the time he reached home, he's very quiet. He didn't yeah. say any words, so he he always put up his solemn face. Yeah. Uh, okay. But not until recently, I found out that you know, uh, I have an urge to keep communicate with him. Sure. Uh, okay. So I think it's a blessing. It's a privilege to. Uh, uh, come back to Kuching yeah. and uh, to work for this fantastic company sure, sure. and as well as um, able to uh, talk to my dad and consult my dad I think is a, a blessing and I, I do feel it's complete absolutely absolutely. I mean so it wasn't always the plan for you to take over the family business correct but you eased your way into it right yeah. so when we return from the break, we'll talk about how your dad actually trained you from the ground up. I think that's actually a very interesting story. 
Definitely. Okay. So we'll be right back. Back to Beast Chat with Charles Lee. We are still with Mr. Leslie Lee. Okay, so Leslie, let me ask you this: How did your dad train you to become the managing director that you are today of the company? When I first back from New Zealand, yeah, he didn't say that um, you're going to take over the company. He didn't mention that. At did, all. did you quietly know though? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. quietly accept whatever fate that I'll, I'll be facing. Sure, okay, okay. Yeah, because okay. since I'm jobless anyway. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That's the only That's job <laughs> that he offered to me. Sure. So generally the first year, my dad trained me um, to become an attendant. Sure. And during that- What's an attendant by the way? Attendant means that um, you're sitting beside with the uh, lorry driver to deliver products and goods to the customers. Sure, okay. Uh, so okay. we need that or okay. else uh, the whole So whole you pass the DO and everything to, 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 to the, the customers sure, and, sure. Then, okay. and then Got they it. will help loading and unloading yeah, all the products yeah, yeah. from the lorry. Sure, yeah. Uh, those are important as well. Absolutely. Yeah, so those are attendants. Initially, I was the attendant during that, that particular year. And also, uh, my achievement for that year was um, uh, getting a lorry driver GDL license. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So, okay. I I drove lorry. You so, drove. Yeah, I the drove lorry. my 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 um company's lorry for about uh one year as well. I love that. Okay, so that was your second job after being an attendant. Correct. You got promoted, promoted to become, be sitting next uh, that next seat as the driver. Yeah. Correct. Okay. During my third year, I was being promoted. Uh, reluctantly uh, to become a salesperson. I would say the word reluctant is because um, uh, I got culture shock. Communication to me at that time was lacking. Sure. And it's not my forte. Okay. So okay. Okay. I did remember that particular night. I came to my dad. I cried. I said, Dad, can you please put me to become a driver? Did you really cry? Yes, I did cry because uh, I was tore off by my. Tell us my, about the pain. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, like, why? What, like, it must be very emotional, right? So, so what drove those emotions at the time? Well, the thing is, um, for for so long years, I was in New Zealand, you know, tra- training to become a, you know, so, some sort of like half scientist. There we go. Yeah. Science. Okay, that makes sense now. And. You know, people to people yeah. interact is yeah. very professional. Very cultured. And very cultured, very sophisticated. Absolutely. And we talk softly. Absolutely. And most of them, my customers are speaking in Hakka. But um, I, I I don't know any much about Hakka. Ah, so, okay. So um, my buyer was, uh, was mocking me in Hakka. And I thought, she was pressing me, so I keep smiling at her. And okay, okay. by the time you know, I, I, I finished the job, and my colleagues, my my team member, told me that uh, she was actually mocking me. So well, I mean, this is not professional. Yeah, and absolutely. So so I guess you know, uh, same situation happens right now. 
I will take it. I will internalize it uh, as a joke. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You yeah, know, yeah. It's nothing much of a personal attack. Anyway. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. just that at that particular time, I couldn't know uh, how to deal with it. Yeah. So you cried because of the built up. Yeah. Um, you felt like, hey, you know what? You had everything going in New Zealand, and now you are back here having to deal with this kind of um, mockery and everything. Yeah. Being a salesperson, right? Mm-hmm. So you went to your dad. What What happened? And then my dad said. Very good. You think earning money is easier? <laughs> right. I love that. I love that. That's, that's that's what I say to a lot of my stuff when they come to me. So the first response is very good to just shift the mindset a little bit. You know what I mean? So I love exactly. Yes, exactly. Yes. So your dad said to you, "Very good." Right. What happened next? Well, I. Continue my journey for to how many years as a salesman? salesperson for another year. Another year, uh, because at that time they didn't know my identity is was. So not only like few months later, yeah. they they started to know my identity. Sure. So, not only my customers, my clients, uh, uh you know, uh, respect me a bit, <laughs> but also I, at that time, I gained some respect from. <laughs> My um, team member. Sure. So I, I think that's the important things. Uh, my achievement. Yes. Yeah. You know. Understand. Okay. So your rise to become the managing director. It's not easy. Yeah. So after salesperson, you went up to be the managing director. Is it fair to say? Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this: Assuming that role now, right? Taking over from your dad. Was the transition easy? Because here's the thing: you're appointed as the MD, right? You're appointed as the managing director, so basically everything is under your purview now, right? So you are the guy, right? So transitioning from your dad to you was it difficult? Transition is always a very difficult time because the team members working in a company suddenly feel. Or, or, or uh, knowing that there is a second generation coming uh, in in the organization chart, to them they might feel a bit anxious. Yeah. So yeah. so I think that's the correct word to put it, uh, anxious. But how we as a leader, yes, we uh, need to assure them that I don't come here for vacation. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I come here to make things work. Yes. So. I think then again, communication is a key. Yes. And you know, we we need to communicate honestly and effectively among team members and listen to them. Because like Richard Branson did mention, like if you take care of your employees, they will take care of your clients. Absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely. so that that really um, you know help it uh, to. Yeah. Where I am today. Sure. Thanks for that. Now, just to summarize, right? From transitioning from old to young, right? In terms of the MD position, right? Your dad to you. At the initial stage, of course, it came as a shock to the company, right? Because everyone was anxious, as you say, right? Um, but so at the end of the day, the saying comes to mind: respect is earned. Not demanded, right? So you you started to earn your respect um, through years of hard work. Through years of hard work, through proving yourself that you are actually worthy of this position, right? And until today, would you say it is? It continues to be a work in progress. 
Oh, definitely, it's still it's still a work in progress. Um, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank all my team members, sure. uh, and and also my suppliers, and most of it, the mentor. Um, my dad is is a great mentor, and a great leader, and who I can um, meet him anytime when I'm. I have any problems I decided to seek for him yeah uh, re- really drives me to where I am today sure sure guys we'll be right back when we return we'll ask Leslie about what are the challenges and the changes that he has actually made in the company okay since he took over as MD we'll be right back back and we're still with Mr. Leslie Lee. Okay, he's from Tian Hark. He's the second generation owner of a family-run business. Now, Leslie, let me ask you this. For sure, when you came into the family business, there will be the old ways of doing things. And so I'm pretty sure you would have effected change to the company during your time, the past six or seven years. Now, tell me, what was the one change that you are proud of? Initially, when I came back from New Zealand yep. uh, to join my dad's company, I think you've been there as well. Oh yeah, it's close to my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we are just a shop house. So um, as time goes on, and the supermarkets are uh, uh, like um, doubling. So in ten years of time, I think right now the supermarkets and hypermarkets, if we added up all the outlets, is more than a hundred yes. compared to ten years back, is only less than fifty outlets. Yeah. yeah. So we need urgently to find. A larger place to store our inventories. Yeah. So at that time, I managed to rent a uh, larger warehouse. Yes. Uh, in close vicinity, uh, around five kilometers of radius. Yes. During this process, we've been looking more than twenty properties. Yes. Uh, in surging cart. Yes. In which we have to make a, a huge decision. Yeah. Whether we could lose more than half of our uh, employees and and the team members due to the distance uh, from their house. Yes. So we have to take into cons- consideration. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah of yeah. that. So, um, we that's why we we choose the location around Pending, yeah. uh, Bintawa area, yes. and also the most important thing is is very close to the port. Yes. And to me, logistics. Yeah. Logistics saves a lot. It saves by double. Yeah. We know now it's. It's not really post-COVID-19, we're still in the midst of it, right? But the take up of online shopping by everyone, you know, um, even the older generations now, people like my mom, um, the other day I saw her scrolling through Taobao and I got, I panicked a little bit, right? So, because um, the older generations adopting um, online shopping even, actually, you know, we were, all thinking whether this could spell the end of brick and mortar retail and things like that. So there's a huge shift in terms of people porting over to online shopping. So how has that changed the landscape, changed your business? Okay, the first thing I'd like to mention is when I first came uh, to work uh, in, in Tian Ha, yeah. when I, from, from New Zealand, I was 
being splashed a lot of cold water by a lot of comments saying that you are study um, totally different disciplinaries. Yeah. You know nothing about uh, business. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So you only know maybe more about cats and dogs <laughs> than dealing with animals. Okay. Uh, than dealing with um, humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. so things like that, and um, you know that really uh, sparks my interest to to uh, um, to learn more so one thing like what you said about uh, during this uh, COVID time more people choose to buy online yes that includes me but the thing is to us it doesn't affect much yet I would see as a wholesaler as a whole as a as a trading as house a, trading house I mean for us because in the end of the day I never seen uh, my customers uh, order pallet of rice from Shopee so you can't do that <laughs> because the delivery charges yeah. will, will be more yeah. and they don't get uh, the uh, expected service would it like, get to a point <laughs> where that becomes cheap it could be okay if our coaching port authority is able to uh, perform well enough. I would say in future, uh, uh, there'll be more easy to purchase uh, uh, goods from from uh, West Malaysia. As in the goods that you currently distribute? Yes. Th- there is a possibility that they could bypass you and get straight from the source. Is that yes. what you're saying? This is also a threat, and a okay. potential threat I would think of. Sure. So um, in order to overcome that, we uh, will back to the core uh, uh, value of our Tianha company, which sure. is the service. Yeah. So we extended more service uh, to to our customers, supermarkets, hypermarkets, yeah. such as the merchandisers. Yeah. We have a, a, a dedicated and very loyal merchandisers sure. that stick with us uh, yeah. through thick and thin yeah. since uh, COVID or pre-COVID. Yeah. Uh, we we have this fantastic team sure. going on, and also that uh, uh, our sales team has been working closely with the buyers yeah. and uh, we have a fantastic team of our logistic yeah. uh, people the lorry drivers yeah. that have yeah. been you know uh, working their ass off to to make sure all the goods are uh, well distributed sure uh, well executed without any complaints yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. so you would say that Tianhak now as a company you are well geared and insulated from um, the rise in online shopping for now and you trust that going forward it wouldn't be a problem as well because you can always change your model to adapt to changing times. I will hope so this <laughs> okay. is the case yeah, because sure. we never know uh, what's going to be happen in the future. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, we are also very thankful that our products are mainly essential products. Yeah. During this time we are able to perform um, and, 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 and provide service to the customers sure. in need. Sure. Thank you so much for that. Okay. So before we wrap up, I'm just going to share some statistics with you. Here's the thing. We actually did some research, guys. According to McKinsey and company, the average lifespan of a family business is 24 years. And Tianhak has been around 
for about more than 30 years and going strong, okay? So only 30% of them can remain as a family business after the second generation as well. So normally during the second generation, they would either need to change or they die, okay? So these are some fun facts. Um, that's why I love this conversation with Leslie because we can learn a little bit about the ins and outs of a successful family-run business. So until the next time, guys, it is bye for now.